Unscripted. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel Fuller. I would show anything. I'd show my hee-hee and my hoo-hoo oh. and my ha-ha. <laughs> Holly O'Connor. Hey, Daddy, you want to take this to the bedroom? <laughs> and Scotty the Body. I am officially not only the grill daddy, but I'm a hot grill daddy. Oh, wow. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only from Hot 101.5, Tampa Bay's new hit music. Happy beginning of the week. Yeah. Happy, Happy Monday. April. It just feels like we are speeding through this year. Like, I feel like last year slowed down this time. Well, because everything stopped. It did. And so now I just feel like we're at this breakneck speed of just nonstopness-y. All right. And before we know it, we're going to be like, oh, it's Cinco de Mayo. It's oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's in a month. Yeah. Merry oh. Christmas. Oh, that's right. It is. Literally one month from today. So. Uh, there's so much to be done. Um, as we are getting wedding stuff together. I can feel the stress of Ave starting to pop up mm-hmm. now that we are in the sort of like money start to be due for different things. Yeah. And I can see like that when the last time we had our uh, wedding planner on, we we were uh, talking about the contract for the venue we're using and going over like the food options and the budget for that and like seeing the numbers and when stuff is due and it was like that Key and, Key and Peele st- uh, sketch. sketch where he's, like, just sweating, like, buckets of water. <laughs> it keeps coming. Right. Like, like his sitting- <laughs> eyeballs are darting back and forth, and the water is just coming off your head. <laughs> like, literally, I was sitting there. We had uh, the wedding planner on the on Zoom, and I'm just, like, looking at him, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, looking at the contract. And then I look over to Abe because Abe's been quiet, and he's just, like. Sweating. I'm, like, girl, I told you it's this this. We're we going to have to not do anything else. Yeah. You got to commit all in it's to plan. All in it. for this wedding. But it's got to be like, I mean, I don't remember. This was like 10 years ago. But it, it seems like there's fun parts that are happening now too, right? It is. I think once we get to start picking, you know, colors and, you know, what sort of suits and shoes oh. we're going to wear, I think that will be exciting. I think just the... I think Abe felt it for the first time when it was like, this payment is due in a week. And then there's another one in June. And then there's another one in September. And yeah, he's like, those are some hefty checks to be writing. <sighs> like, that's what I'm so curious about is how do people pay for weddings? It's so, Girl, like, I don't even know. loans, family members. Family. My mind was definitely family. Did Like, did they just give y'all, like, just here's a check for some money and... Yeah. Do what you well, need. Well, no. I mean, I my dad paid for a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's because my mom was like, you will pay for a lot of it. Oh. I, I don't know. I think she, my mom's, well. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that, like, I, my, my mom made me take out a credit card jointly with her because I was in Florida, mm-hmm. but the wedding was going to be in Ohio. Right. And so she was handling a lot of the Ohio things, and I was, like, also doing stuff. And she's like, we're going to put this on a credit card, and we will pay down things that as, it, as it comes. She's mm. like, I'm going to use it. You'll use it. We'll both make payments on it. But then oh. for, like, the venue, like, the it was the big stuff that my dad paid for. And I think that, yeah, he just had to plunk down some cash. Oof. I'm pretty sure that was his retirement. Like, I <laughs> 
I'm pretty sure like it came from his like savings account. Oh, probably so. I mean, I I can't imagine where else. I don't. I'm pretty sure my dad doesn't just have like a pile of money sitting around. Right. He might. No. He might, which I don't know if it is. So if that's the case, mm. all right. But I do think a lot of it was from like stuff that he has has saved up over mm. years of work. Right. Well, and that's what I've had a lot of people slide up in my DMs as we've been talking about the wedding, and they're like. Are you sure that you want to plan something so big and expensive? Because there's this show on Netflix called, uh, what is it, Mortgage or Marriage or something like that. Oh. And I don't, I uh, actually, you know, we're on the podcast, so I don't have to like go quickly. But (laughs) I think the rough premise is they give you money. The show gives you money and you can either put a down, use it as a down payment for a house, yeah. oh, or you can have your dream wedding. Um, let me see if I can get the premise of how this works. Uh, I've been I I actually, to be honest, when someone told a couple people told me about it, I haven't wanted to watch it because I feel like I would just feel like guilty that we're doing this wedding. But Wait I mean, a second, yeah. though. Are you telling me that people have slid up in your DMs to ask why you're doing what you're doing? No, 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 not not why, but as their people are watching this show, they're like, "Oh, this might be something that you can, can, can you sh- might consider." Uh-huh. Instead of doing, you know, a big wedding, put money down on a house for Abe and I cuz I've made it known that, you know, once we get married, I want Abe and I to have our own place. Yeah. So, you know, Scott and Dylan can no more take over roommate Scott. Sorry about you. Even though I'm a delight. You can That'd be fun. You you are a fun to see. You are an amazing. I keep that house going. I keep it breathing with my spirit, uh-huh. not with doing stuff. No, that's no, that's true. He's see, and you're spirited. creepy whistling. Yes, but um, who else is gonna be there to whistle? Not ghosts. <laughs> it's you and ghosts murderers. are the only people. Oh, yeah. yes. ghosts, it's murderers. When you hear that, you'll know it's not me. <laughs> you'll be even more scared. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Uh, marriage or mortgage is an American wedding and romance oh. reality TV series. The series follows an engaged couple who only have enough money in their savings to make one of their dreams a reality. They meet with Nashville-based wedding planner and realist in this real estate agent. Naturally, uh, they tries the wedding planner tries to convince them to spend their money on a spectacular wedding, while the real estate agent tries to get them to invest in a home for their future. Wow, what a concept! <laughs> I mean, like, what is that concept though? Because, like, the. Like, at the end of the day, how are you going to make the argument, like, long-term-wise, that a wedding is more fiscally responsible than a mortgage? Like, it just comes down to what you want to do, right? Like, Mm -hmm. it just comes down to, like, if you are a wedding person, you're going to do the wedding, regardless of the fact that it may may be it is frivolous, but you're going to do it anyway. Right. And then, like, I, I don't think anyone's arguing that, like, okay... It's a bad idea to invest in real estate and start a future. So it really yeah. just comes down to what do you want? Right. And I think for me, because mm-hmm. we've talked a lot, Abe and I, about how much money we want to spend on it and why is it important to do it. And my family's in Atlanta. His family's in Buffalo. This will be the only time that they get to meet each other and be around each other and sort of get a sense of, who the other person is that's joining their family. Yeah. And it does, you don't even, that is a great reason, mm-hmm. but you don't even really need a reason like that. Like mm. you could just say, this is what I want. Right. And we're right. going to do it, damn it. 
And it doesn't matter. I don't need to give you excuses or reasons or back up my, uh, with a thesis. Like, (laughs) I just want a wedding. Mm. I have always wanted a wedding, and we're going to do a wedding. And that's okay, too. No, that's true. And I guess. I guess you don't, you don't have to defend your choice. Right. Right. Well, but it also, I feel like if you're going to spend that much money, you have to understand why you're spending it. Because as we're looking at these numbers, I'm like, let's really do a deep dive of what is important to us. Because this money could be put towards a lot of other things. Yeah. And so for me, the whole concept of, you know, showing the world that you are together and especially for me, who never thought that this was going to be a reality, yeah, which still is like weird to me. Like I'm just having to Google like simple things with weddings because I just I've never thought about it before. And so it's still to me, it's just sort of mind blowing that this is my reality and like this is where I am. And so the fact that we have that there and this is a person that I love and want to share my life with, that I want to make this public proclamation and I want our families to meet and just to sort of see what happens. Like, I wish I could hire a reality show company to just film the weekend and see, like, Uncle Philip talking to uh, Abe's Aunt Liz and just, like, seeing how that all plays out. I just, I feel like this this, this is a made-for-TV movie. Like, this, this should, this weekend should be a movie somehow. I I can't wait, frankly. I think it's going to be good. Holly, is there anything that you regret about your wedding? Yes, I'm a million percent not getting a videographer, which you've mm. got covered anyway. Mm-hmm. I just, like, I'm not good at getting photos, period. And I'm still that way. Like, right. I'm still, like, I would always feel gratuitous. Like, I'm like, why are we taking so many pictures right now? This is fine. We're going to remember it. Okay, you don't remember you it. You don't. <laughs> And so I really, I try to be better about it, but I'm still not good at capturing the moment because I, I think we talked about this maybe last podcast or maybe we talked about it on the air. I I don't know. I get confused. I'm very much a, I'm going to try to live in the moment of things. I really do try to be present, be mindful, not think about like worst case scenarios or sometimes even best case scenarios. I just think about what's going on right now. And that doesn't always lend itself to a good memory capturer. Right. It just doesn't because if you're in the moment experiencing it, like taking photographs are a future-based thing. Mm. So you're like, I I want to be able to see this in the future or a video. I want to be able to relive this in the future. And for me, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm doing my thing right now. I'm not, I'm experiencing it right now. So I'm not thinking about it. But yeah. that's my biggest regret because I don't have any video. I have zero, zero video mm. from the wedding. Right. I, I do have photos. Obviously, we had a photographer. Uh, that Maya can look at, you know, and um, should I ever want to go back through those photos? I have them too. And we have, I have a scrapbook that I made from the honeymoon, which I was really proud of. But other than that, uh, yeah, I really was upset that like, I think it like two years went by and I was like, oh damn, mm. I messed up. I really messed up. And as far as other regrets, uh, I will tell every bride or groom that comes across my path Drink water mm. all day. I got so sick at my wedding because I was dehydrated. Oh gosh! Mm. I remember that you dis. Excuse me. You disappeared for a little bit during the reception. A long part of the reception, actually. Yeah. I was like, drunk. I don't remember how long it was. I know. I it, I basically disappeared after like, what are they called? Like the things that you do, such as the bouquet toss or the garter. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we got that out of the way, and then it was like the intense dance portion of the night, which. 
as you know, mm. I'm a big dancer. Yeah. Yeah. So right after all that stuff that like you have to do got done, I was so nauseous that I was in the bathroom for like the next between like one to two hours. Mm. And then I finally oh. like felt well enough. Like we had to take my wedding dress off. Oh, no. We like one nurse was like, oh, because it was a, a guest at the wedding was like, you're just nervous. I'm like. I'm not fucking nervous. Uh, I don't feel good. Uh, like, it's not nerves. I'm fine. I'm not, believe me. Like, if it was anxiety, I would tell you. But mentally, I felt fine. Mm-hmm. I just physically was sick. And it was because I was dehydrated. Mm. And I was dehydrated because I didn't want to drink any water, so I didn't have to pee in my dress uh, and take, like, girls to the bathroom to lift it up. Yes. And my maid of honor had given me a caffeine pill. Oh, oh yeah. So... Not a good combo. No. Yeah, no, that will dry you out real fast. Yes. Didn't Ooh. know these things back in 2010. So, uh, hydrate. I, I'm curious, Scott, because now that you DJ weddings as a side hustle, yeah. are there anything that have like things that have gone wrong that you've seen that you'd be like, ooh, don't do this at your wedding? Ah, let me think. Things that have gone wrong. I've seen. Uh, well, obviously, like, timing's always off, like, every single wedding, and I think a lot of people, like, I've seen brides either, like, super stressed about it or just going with the flow, and I think it's much better. I think things that go wrong, and again, it's, no matter what, who's listening, like, it's up to you on your wedding. Mm. I do think, you know, the dinner portion goes on way too long, because then mm. next thing you know, like, people start leaving. I've seen oh. people leave before, like, dancing even starts, so it's mm. like, you don't even get to experience the fun stuff, or, like, people have, like, a ton of people doing toasts, which is great. Live it up in the toes, but like maybe we worked that out in the details earlier, so we're not taking up like again the dancing time because dinner's like an hour, cocktail hour is like an hour because it's cocktail hour. And then by then you're kind of bored. And then yeah, exactly. So you don't want to like you don't want your guests to just be sitting there for literally two hours waiting for stuff to happen. And I want to tack onto this and tell me how you feel about this, Scott. So having seen weddings and stuff, I think from what mine did and my DJ told me this, he was like. Get all of this, like, a bunch of stuff out of the way while the guests are eating. Yeah. Because mm. they're already sitting there. You have a captive audience. They're eating. You don't want, like, there's so many things that have to happen in a wedding. So, yes. like, because they got to wait for you to get done with photos. Every time photos take way more, like, way more time than you think they're going to take. Then you get to the reception, and then people are finally, like, allowed to start eating once you get there. But while they're eating, like, do the shit, like, cut the cake mm. and maybe even have your first dance while other people are eating. Because, like, come on, like, it, yes, it's about you, but the reception is about everyone else attending your party. And, like, they're going to leave, they're gonna leave right. yeah. if yeah. they get bored. Yeah. So I would say I would, that's a great idea. And I think that, too, like, even like toast, because toast are, like, a solid. Weirdly enough, they don't sound long, but it's, like, 30 minutes it ends up being of, like, people just, like, and especially if people are done eating, they're just sitting there. And it's like, okay, laggering on. It's like, okay, well, people are eating. And it depends on how you have, like, some people have, like, the servers bring out the food. But usually if it's, like, it's buffet style, that kind of has a little bit of its hindrance because then people are, are getting up. up and doing all that. So you can't really get other things done because people are still going up and getting their food. That's the only problem there. I don't think there's any other problems I see. Usually I always notice, like, one common thing is, like, weddings are so much, so much hype and so much stress. And so then everything goes fine the day of. Like, mm. everything's, like... You're going to have fun no matter what. And I think yeah. if you just, like, mm-hmm. and you will, and this is just for anybody else, and this would be for myself one day, it's like just en- enjoy the moment mm-hmm. when you're there. Like, things won't go perfectly as you thought they would, but right. enjoy every bit of it because it's going to go by, boop, 
just like that. And next thing you know, it's like you had all your friends there, one location, all the family there, one location. Don't stress over the small shit. Like, absolutely enjoy every little bit of it that you can. Yeah, I know that we will not have any sort of buffet because Abe was uh, like, <laughs> it will be plated. Yeah. Because well, I, I was like, while oh, they're plating, no, I honestly, was, if you can afford to do it, like, mm-hmm. and this is one thing that I begged my dad, if you can afford to do it, it makes the whole night go smoother when people aren't having to be like, which tables go- is it? You mm-hmm. is it me? I'm a cut. Grandma's getting in line now. Uh, Hold if you can, right? Which sounds like super privilegy, but if you can. Include that because right. then, like Scott said, you can't do other stuff if people are up and down at the buffet. Yeah. But if people are seated and servers are bringing out food like quickly, mm-hmm. you can do other stuff and knock it out while you know people are being served food. It's interesting. I, I have up here like the timeline for the wedding, mm. and the ceremony is five to five thirty, and then the cocktail reception is five thirty to six, um, and then six to seven thirty is dinner. Um, and then 7.30 to 10 is we go up to the rooftop for... So we're splitting the reception, basically. Um, like, the dinner will be in the ballroom, and then the reception's going to be on the rooftop. Okay, so that's um, nice. Of the place. So there's going to be... Um, I guess they're going to... Actually, I don't know, but the wedding planner has, like, a plan for how they're going to, like, stream people up in a way. Mm. Um, and the place we're at, they're being super, super accommodating and making sure that, you know, it's done in a nice logical quick way so we'll see super excited as we're making all these the decisions and whatnot right now um so scott your voice is crazy done what is going on well friday i was sick i don't know what happened like i thought i had covid but luckily i did not friday i woke up and i just i noticed last week i progressively started feeling worse just my body was like starting to feel a little run down i was doing trivia thursday night and i was very phlegmy very like just nasally and sinusy, and I was like, okay, this is, this is weird. And then when I, I woke up at like two a.m. on Friday, and I was like, I feel like garbage, like absolute, just like I got hit by a bus, and I was worried that it was COVID. And so my first thought was like, okay, what if it is? And I go into this, like I can't do that. I'll get in so much trouble. So I already knew I felt like crap. But then I tried to talk. It was like two in the morning. I'm like, hello. I'm like, I can't, because I felt my throat. It felt closed, and I was like, this is horrible. And so. That Friday, I had no voice, so like a couple days ago. And then it kind of came back. Like, I literally did nothing on Friday. Sat in my bed, Netflix and chilled with myself, I guess. Not in a weird way. Nope, not in a weird way. Netflix and... No, I was too... No, no. I was sick. Not when you don't feel good. Yeah, no. Well, sometimes (laughs) a little little hit will get you going, girl. Anyway. Okay. So Friday, I didn't do anything. But Saturday, I woke up and I was like, oh, I'm good. Like, my voice was, you know, it was decent. It was back in action. I, my body felt fine. So I was like, okay, I guess I got rid of that sickness. And, you know, I'm in a movement. You know, I want to do stuff and be adventurous. And so a buddy asked me if I wanted to go out Saturday night. So I did. And then when I go out, I forget sometimes that, like, your entire job and livelihood is to talk. So you need your voice. You can't scream at every song that's being played. This much yeah, and that's just what I do. And so I screamed, and then I lost my voice again. Because it was already weak, and then I just gave up any little hope it had of recovering within the weekend. But now I think it sounds okay. It just can't get high. When I saw you Saturday, and you were like, I'm going out to meet Vaughn, I wanted to be like, I hope y'all are just going to, like, prayer meeting or something. Because <laughs> I just well, don't Well, it know. was Easter. You might have been. Yeah, you I weren't. was hoping. You weren't. And then when I saw you sat or Sunday, I was 
uh, getting, <laughs> oh, I'm like, I woke up Sunday. I like cleaned the house, you know, for later in the day when we were having people over for dinner. And I was like, oh, let me go on a bike ride. So I'm like setting up my, my uh, car to put the bike in. And Scott walks out, looks like a whodunit girl. Like he yeah. looked busted. And I was like, how are you feeling this morning, Scott? And he was like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, looks like you didn't go to prayer meeting last night after all. I think I jinxed myself, though, because I literally said to my buddy Vaughn, I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to go too hard, though. Anytime I say that, it ends up being the worst nights. Great night. But I just end up going way too hard. But also, it's just like I feel and I do this because it's like I say no so many times to people like all the time invites. I'm like, no busy, don't want to, not feeling social. And so now I'm trying to reflip that where I'm like, I do want to go for it. Even if like, you know, Saturday didn't have a voice, maybe should have recovered more. I was like, I don't get asked that out, you know, that many times. Let me say yes this time. And then this is the consequence. But I think it was still worth it. I think it was still fun. I just, I fear that my friends are going to stop inviting me out places if I keep saying no. But if you can't talk and that's what you do. Valid. That's a good excuse for not going out, and then you can always just be like, hey, let me look at my... Because that's what I... Because I, I understand that you don't want... Because I actually have a friend like that now who probably every other week I'll text and be like, hey, what, what are y'all doing? Do y'all want to try to do like a double date or something like that? And they always have something going on. Yes. And well, I think it was a week or two ago, and I was like, hey, what are y'all doing? And he goes, I'm sorry. Like, I... Can we let's find a time? Let's find a time that we have nothing going on. Let's put it on the calendar. And I'm like, girl, I know you're busy. I'm not, I don't ever take it as you don't want to hang out. We're adults. People have stuff going on. No one is just sitting around waiting to see, like, when is Miguel going to text me to see when we're doing something? I know. I, I was talking to my, um, one of my best friends, Aaron, and she's been dating this guy for like legit three years. I've never met him. Oh, whoa. Because it's bit life gets crazy. That does. I mean, that's three, that, that, that's, that, that's a busy three years though. That's, I mean, and it, that's, well, that's a long. You time. know what happens is you add kids into the mix. Oh, true. Okay, that's a whole. That's a whole oh, and does thing. he have kids too? Yes. And she has kids. She has a kid. And you have I a kid. have a kid. Yeah. And then they got to go to their other parents at the same. Like, how do you do oh, it? Oh wow. It's just there's a lot. a lot. And so here you are, three years. We just texted this last night. I'm like, can we make it soon? Though? <laughs> <laughs> I'll pull out the calendar and make it happen. She's going to be is. like, I'll just invite you to our 10-year uh, anniversary. I know, and right? Then maybe you'll meet him then. And maybe, I'll, and maybe I'll get to see him. But it's true. And like, I have this uh, this group. It's a small group. It's me and two other moms. And we'll, we meet up and go to dinner sometimes. Every single time that we're like, we'll set the next date. And we'll be like, okay, uh, April 26th, we're going out. And then, like, inevitably, the week of, someone's like, I can't do this week. And I'm oh. like, okay, that's fine. So then we reschedule. And then someone else is like, oh, I can't do that. Like, we've been out twice. Oh. But we try. Mom life. <laughs> you know Hashtag I mean? mom life. It's so, I'm just saying, like, it it feels like like you're never going to get an opportunity again when you're in your 20s because I, I was that way. I was like, I was like, I will drag my ass out of bed. That's what I'm saying. And this is before COVID time. So I was well, like, yeah. I'll cough on a bitch and get him saying, oh, okay. Uh, that, was, that was before COVID. We knew better now. And like, I would just, I would always go no matter what. But then I think back and I'm like, I probably could have said no. Yeah, but wasn't it like, see, this is what I think of. This is how like, I picture my timeline. I'm like, okay, right now I know I have probably as busy as I am. Yeah probably the most time I'm going to have because I yeah. know like the next chapter is going to be like, I'm probably going to find somebody, yeah. boo up with them. Yep. That's all going to happen. Yep. Then I'm going to hit my 30s, pop, you know, put out a couple kids. I, I was like, I'm, what happens in your 30s, bitch? I'm going to have some kids. And what I'm gonna you want- trying to say? Life just stops? 
no, but I'm going to have some kids. No, and we just heard. for kids, mm-hmm. you, you got to plan for about the next, you know, yeah, 10 so like, years that you're just doing kid shit. Exactly. So I'm like, okay, I don't think I'm going to be able to hang out with the boys as much as I am now. No. Even, you know, maybe my wife will let me. But hey, I, I know mean, I won't be able to go as hard. Won't be able to wake yeah, up on my buddy's couch the next day. No. No, no. And I'm actually really, like, you know, it's just, I don't know. I look at it weird. Like, this is my first time, like, out single Pringle, just being able to just do whatever and see where the night goes. Like, y'all talked about those nights where it's like, yes. wonder where the night's going to go. Mm-hmm. Now that's me. Now I'm like, I wonder where the night's going to go. Nothing happened Saturday. But, you know, it's still fun to go out and no, see I what's popping. Listen, I'm a, get it, girl. There ain't no one else in this room right now that has had more time partying it up. And being like, I'm throwing caution to the wind, and I am getting it, girl. Do you know how many times I stumbled into uh, Holly and I's apartment back in the day? Like last weekend, or last weekend? (laughs) I mean, girl, I live it up, but you 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 have to you have to protect your interests. Yeah, no, I feel like I need to really take. Well, I've done this before. Like when I was hosting or emceeing like USF games, like I've never lost my voice as bad as I did. And I had two games to MC, and I felt horrible because I was like, you literally hired me to do this, and I can't speak. Mm-hmm. Luckily, like, somebody had some magic spray, and it, like, worked for, like, 30 minutes. Oh. I got to find the spray again. I don't know. But I was not able to talk, and that was the moment where I was like, all right, you got to take this more seriously. Like, this is, your, this is your career, and if you don't have a voice, you don't have anything. I mean, I have other skills, but my voice is my main one. Yeah, I always think about that. It's a scary thought. It is scary. I'm like, it's I like I it's can't fully, lose this. Fully dependent on something that's not really in my control. Mm-hmm. No. I guess everyone has some type of thing like that. Like if, right? Well, that's like Abe, but my fiance with his painting company. Like he has really, really, really bad carpal tunnel syndrome. Oh, and something else like where it affects his hands and his arms. And so, like, there are times where they just go numb. And I've been wanting him to get surgery to get it fixed so he doesn't have to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, if he has surgery on his arms and he's a painter, I mean, that's putting him down for however long that recovery time is. And he's like, well, I I can't really do that right now. Yeah. So it's like he's totally dependent upon that. So I totally get it. Oh, Mm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Scary. What? So what happened Saturday night, Scott, when you were out? How was it? It was all right. I mean, it was just, ah, it was a vibe. It was a good vibe. We had a good friend group. We went out to a bunch of different bars. It's just, I mean, like, single-wise, it wasn't anything, like, crazy. Like, I guess I don't really know how to approach situations right now. Because I felt, when I went out Saturday, it felt like everybody in, like, the whole creation had a relationship. Like, Uh everyone was booed up. Everybody got a thing going on. I'm like... Well, this ain't fun. This is not the time for that. This ain't cuffing season. No. Yeah, I don't know, but it looked like everybody. Where, everybody. Can I ask where you went? Or are we not saying where you went? I could say where. I don't know. Can I say where I went? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, well, we started off at like McDitton's downtown St. Pete. And but just, people were booed up there? Oh, I just, I was not in the zone to be like, because uh, we had like just a whole friend group and I was like, I'm. We're ready yet. And again, I'm not really committed to like, oh, let me go on the prowl. But we went out to like a country bar, that one night stand. Mm-hmm. Didn't get really any vibes there either. Like, ended up, like, somebody was talking to us. It was cool. She was married. Yes. This is another married chick. And I'll explain the next married chick in a second. But, yeah, she was cool. I just wasn't like, oh, let me find another girl to dance with. I just didn't know. Because at a country bar, people were, like, line dancing and stuff. I'm like, I don't know this. I don't know how to do that. That's tough. And so, one chick walks up. She's hanging out, talking with us. And then her husband walked up and, like, tried to fight Vaughn. 
Because she was talking to us, and we're like, whoa, bro, like, it's all good. So already the night was kind of in a weird little what spin. What the hell is going on? I don't like, know. People have been very aggressive recently. That's what I'm saying. Seems like it. Like, can we all just chill out? Seriously. Like, also, if you are married and one of the two of you is about to start shit because you're jealous, maybe don't go to a giant-ass bar where there's temptation all left to right. That's what I'm and maybe look at your person that you're with that is doing it. Right? Unless, you know, another per- guy or whatever is, like, you know, putting hands on right. your person, then you need to talk to the person you're in a relationship <laughs> with. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It was literally it, nothing was happening. Uh, We're just talking. I don't get it. Was it. weird. No, that, that, someone to call me up and explain what the fuck this woman was doing. Seriously, that happened to me a few, some time ago um, when I was in another relationship and we were out and about and I think I went to get us some drinks or something and then I came back to the person I was with at the time and someone a lot older than they were they had their hands in a place where they shouldn't be. Wait, on, on your partner? Yes. Oh, wow. And the person I was with at the time was just sort of like, mm, like just in the zone. And like, the- I lost my ish, not on the man, on the person I was with. Yeah. Because well. I was like, and then it was like this whole, oh, it was this whole, it, it ruined the night. Because then I was like, I'm done. Oh, I'm yeah. done. absolutely. I'm like, not only are, are you doing this at all, but- Everybody in the fucking club can see what's happening. Yeah. And so then, like, I'm thinking, you know, even in my drunk brain, I'm like, well, okay, Miguel, don't. You're still Miguel Fuller from Hot 101.5, so I can't totally lose my cool. So what do I do? I left and I sat on the curb outside and I was like, I'm going to go home and get some pizza. And then you can go be with, you know, granddaddy hands over here (laughs) touching you. Oh, jeez. So, but my friends were like, "Why didn't you go after that older guy?" I'm like, "How he doesn't know? He doesn't know. It's not we we're not engaged. We didn't have any rings, anything that said we we're in a relationship. That's up to that person you're with, correct? To say I'm not interested, no, thank you, right? But then if that person is a nuisance, then come get me, and then I'll have to call security. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I will call security. I will call security. No, that's true, and I uh, I guess I just don't. Understand what, like, it almost feels like a lion's den. If you're in a relationship and you're about to go, like, what, like, what are your rules? Like, why would you go, if I was married, and I have been married before, Mm -hmm. if I was married, I would not go up to a bunch of hot, youngle, youngle? Youngle, yeah, some youngle man, girl. Young and single, that's the new word, youngle. Yeah, youngle. I would not go up to some hot, young, single men and be like, hey, boys, like, what are y'all doing? Like, (laughs) Why in the actual fuck? What business do I have going over to some young ass hot men? Like no business, none, oh and that God. would be on me. Like I don't get it. I'm sorry, y'all. Keep going. I have to take a call. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, so that was on the woman, the married woman who was talking to you. We were innocent though, but yes. then that's not where the night ended. Like I still went. Out, we went over. I've never been to the estate. What's that? It's like a club right next door. It's a club. I don't know. The estate. Next to the one night stand? Yes. And so we went over there. But I haven't been to the club setting in a while. But again, same thing. I walked in. Everyone's like dancing. People are with their person. I'm like, okay, this just, I guess I just forgot all rules of like how to like flirt. Because I was like, there was just no 
flirt energy in the room. And so I kind of just gave up. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to dance with myself. It's That's fine. So, but you know what I remember about Single Life is it's a complete crapshoot. Yeah, and that's just what you get sometimes. So it's not always going to be like like some nights will be that way. And it's not even has it doesn't even have anything to do with your flirting skills. I think it's just that sometimes is the night. That's why. Yeah. And now that I think about it and I've said this before, but now that I think about it, sometimes for me, the best part of going out as a single person was getting ready to go out mm. because nothing has happened yet. And you're getting yourself ready for endless <laughs> possibilities of amazingness. And then. I would say like eight times out of ten, the night is just a complete bust. But yeah, I forgot about that part. I did. I really did because I was only single for like you know six months when I got into college. Yeah, it was great. Like there's some you know, weird times, cool times, but like nothing. I spent majority years didn't happen. single, and I I remember that the best part was getting ready because then you can imagine what could happen. But like in the actuality of it, you're like. This dude that I think is kind of hot is way too drunk, and this guy that is not hot that I don't want to get with is trying to get with me, and I just, I just want Taco Bell. True. And that's usually how it ended. And but like I'm trying to picture because I spent a lot like in both in Ohio and in Panama City, which was, would have been at Club La Vila, hey. largest nightclub in the USA. Come on, girl, let's go to the push. Pussycat Lounge. Pussycat Lounge, Push Good Ultra Lord. Lounge, the yes. Thunderdome. The yes. Thunderdome is where you could do some dancing, and I always did want to, like, dance. But it's scary because you never know. Like, I can't, you can't, I, it's very sad, but you can't trust guys. Like, I don't know I, if you're about to, like, yeah. drug my drink. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, you, it's tough. You're in a tough position as a good-meaning, attractive, younger that, dude. That's the weirdest thing because I, I get that. Like, while I'm, like, you know, I'm not annihilated. I'm not so drunk. But I've had a couple of drinks, oh, but yeah. even in my mind, I think about this. I think about my body language, how I'm carrying myself. What does my face look like while I'm in here? Because I do not want to be that weird dude. I know. And I'm like, I hope I'm not coming across as that as I'm just sitting here, just hanging, bopping my body a little bit. Like, if you want to dance with me, cool. If not, I'm obviously I try to approach, but like, I already got pushed away from another married woman. So I'm like, okay, I give up. I'm good. I'm going to go ahead and just I also be don't with know, myself. That, that woman must have been, quickly to recap, so Scott, the, the story we just told about the one married woman talking yeah, to Yeah, here's them, another married woman. Then he thought that he was about to hit on this other woman and dance with her, and she apparently, what, slapped you? Yeah, no, I was like, hey, do you want to, like, I don't know, let's just dance. Do you want to? She was bopping. She puts her, and like, just pushes me out of the way. Oh. And then her friend comes up and like, she's married. I'm like, I get it. My bad. Walk away. That is not on you. That is something going on with that woman. That's what I was thinking too. I was like, okay, I'm I'm done. Went, hung out by the bar for a second, watched everything going down. Because again, I think I talked, I don't know if I talked about this on air. I did it on air, but at a wedding and I was single and I was just dancing on the dance floor. I don't know if that comes across creepy either. Just me alone on the dance floor dancing. Because I just like to dance. See, t- to me, th- this is why I- I'm I have a hard time even trying to give you advice, one, because I did not and do not and will not have game. I'm the wrong person to give advice in that area. But whenever I went out when I was single, I, to me, the dancing part was for me. Like, I never sought out anyone to dance with, but this Mm. is how I don't know if, like, not only I'm talking about my gay world and you're in the straight world, but then also... I just didn't have any confidence, and I was just kind of like, I enjoy the music. I just want to dance, and then if I see someone, let's go grab a drink by the bar or you know somewhere outside and like talk to each other. Mm. Um, so I never went out with the intention of dancing with someone. I'd rather like meet and then chat. Yeah, maybe we're approaching this wrong because I don't know it from a dude point of view, obviously. But 
Um, maybe you could offer to buy him a drink. Gosh, yeah. I guess I just never have done. Like, it's probably been six years since I've done that. Like, mm. hey, let me get you a drink. And that was back in like the freshman year of college. I would love. I would love it if some guy offered to buy me a drink. But I would. Be up on that drink and be like, "What's in it?" Like you're right. putting some shit in it, right? Right. Again. You better make sure that the bartender gives it to her. You don't get it. You make sure the bartender. Oh gives it yeah, to her. yeah. No, I'm but not I that's, that's a, good a point, that's a great way to have an in, I suppose. Unless you've got one of those married women who are going to try and scam you for some whatever reason. And oh, I'm just God. I'm angry at these married women for you. I really am. Like, well, I feel. I mean, but that's I from what I've heard from some straight girls that I know. That that's something that they'll do. Like they'll go out knowing that they ain't got no money or whatever, and they're married gonna get girls drinks. Are, I've heard that um, too. I, not from married women. That I don't know, but just like in general, when it, or for single gals when they go out, yeah, that they'll be like, we ain't got no money, but we're gonna get them free drinks from from guys. So well, there's yeah, sort of Ugh. like a, a but process. But if somebody's where you, like, because I mean, Scott's attractive though. Mm-hmm. Like I would assume that you got better odds. If you're buying a girl a drink, that she's then going to be interested in you, right? Well, I don't, then, but that's I just don't picture myself like that though. Like I guess like that night, Saturday night, like confidence, goodbye. Because I was like literally, I was like rejection, rejection. I was like, okay, yeah. There's only, what is so, up there's with only me? so many times you can bounce. Yeah, I was like, I'm good. You know what? Fuck it. I don't need this. I'm all right. I'm just gonna be with myself, and that was cool too. I just I haven't. I needed that reality check. I was just telling my best friend yesterday. I was like, I you know I haven't been in this world. I needed to be, you know, put in my humble place, understand where I'm at, and then keep going from there. I don't want to be walking around big-headed thinking I'm like the shit because I know I'm not. So that was that night for me to be like, and oh, you yeah. know, I, I, I think uh, two thoughts here. One, I wonder if you just focused your evenings on hanging out with your boys. Like you yeah. said, Vaughn, you haven't hung out with him in a while because you've been busy and if you make that the focal point of the evening instead yeah. of trying to, like, be on the prowl, mm-hmm. maybe that will attract more. I think, actually, I, I forgot about that because that yeah. used to be, the like, the M.O. And I, I would tell single people, I was like, if you just don't try, like, you'll happen. And I, right. I guess I forgot that in the moment of, like, oh, yeah, because just go out and have fun. And then absolutely. things do happen, weirdly enough, when you don't expect them. But if you expect it, then it all, it's like this weird scent that you put out there. and like It is. He's trying too and hard. And then maybe they'll come up to you. Yeah, Especially that's always best. If you're being so chill, <laughs> like make yourself like we used to have all of. I forgot. Like you have to have all these tactics, like where you're standing <laughs> at the bar. Like at what point in the bar are you standing? Are you standing right by where the drinks come in, or are you a little further down, but like visible? Mm. And like when you first walk in a place, you are you promenading? Mm. Who? Oh, that peacocking. Uh. What's promenading? The promenade is when you walk in the door with your best friend and, you know, you get yourself and you get your boobs up looking real good and you make sure you're all set. Maybe get a drink first before you do this. Get your bar. Then you get back to the entrance. And then one, two, three, you promenade. Like you do like a very like casual but sexual, like, you know, like very confident (laughs) walk Mm -hmm. from one end of the bar all the way back to the other. You're going around as if maybe you're like expecting to see someone. So you're just kind of checking everything out. You're giving off your vibe. You're picking up the bar vibes, and then you see everybody. So then you see, like, who's available, who you think is cute. They like, see you. They see you once because mm. you're showing off your outfit. And then you pick a good place. Like I said, you got to figure out where at the bar are you going to stand, and then you post up. It's like fishing. 
Mm-hmm. Wow, I forgot no, about true. all this. I did too. We we did a sense of that um, in the gay bar, especially in Ebor. For like Bradley's or Southern Nights or the Honey Pot. The Honey Pot. The Honey Pot, which is closing, by the R. way. R.I.P., yeah. So sad. Um, but yeah, you would get your drink and then, because usually you go to Bradley's first for the gayborhood um, here in uh, Tampa. And you have like a couple of drinks there. And then you go to like the club, the Honey Pot or Southern Nights. And then you just walk in and then it's like, do you want to do a walk around? Let's do a loop-de-loop. And then you just, yeah, then you walk around, you're like, hey, bitch, you know you want this, hey, bitch, you know you want this. You got a promenade. Yes, girl. And then we just sit around and hang out and talk to each other. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes no sense. I have noticed since I have uh, been in a relationship and now engaged, now that I'm not looking, Uh, more people have come up to me now than when I was single. And I was like, what the hell? And that's just because I'm not... I had that like desperate, yeah. like you just put a cat in bath water and they're like looking around. I'm always trying to make eye yeah, contact maybe with you're somebody. Giving off some stinky vibes. Yeah, I, I, I do think I am, but I again, like it's uh, I forgot about that rule of like just go and don't expect anything and don't look like you're trying too hard. And then here too, knowing you, Scott, because everything you do is extra. Yes. So oh, you trying to like. Be on the prowl. You probably, I can imagine you like Zoolander almost, where you're oh just like, "Oh my god, are you Zoolander?" No. And you're like, "Yes," and you're, you're like giving, giving everybody steal. <laughs> you do <doing> blue steel. <laughs> because everything you do is so over the top <laughs> that literally you are like, ah. "Oh my god, you're doing blue steel." Um, if you are listening to this, you got to go to the Miguel and Holly YouTube channel and w- see the actual video of the podcast and see the faces that Holly's making. Um. Well, here's, okay, two things that I think we need to do. Yes, Holly, serve me them lugs, girl. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to have our night out, so. Yes, I was going to say, uh, our show night out when on, is, that? is it the up. 22nd? I thought it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. 20, uh, I just wrote it, it on my calendar. two Fridays from no, this 20, one. 23rd. 23rd, yeah. <clears throat> two um, that's our morning show night out. So we'll have to get some footage of you Oh, out. gosh. No, I'm going to do this. I'm going to mm-hmm. straight up just be posted up, and I'm going to just wait. Mm. I'm going to be a sitting bobber. Now, see, this is okay. You know why? Because you got me with you. See, if a girl sees a guy mm. with another girl, now it's safe. Uh, That's what I'm saying, too. Oh, I'm sorry, ladies, for all these creepy dudes that ruin everything. I'm yeah. gonna, hey, I'm going to put my tits out for you. <laughs> <laughs> Not for you. For the other women who are like, oh, she's trying to get out on him. Let me do it first, bitch. And then they'll knock me out of the way. It's a whole thing. Wow. I'm so pumped. Where are we going? I'm, yes. so, I'm set. Let's do this. Um, And before we go, I want to do, we should connect with Kramer and Jess. Oh, yeah. And have sort of like a, because he's single a too. Round table. Oh, gosh. Yes. And like talk about what it is. Because remember, there's two levels to this. You know, I'm in my mid-30s. Holly's a couple years older than I am. Kramer is, I think, a year or two older than I am. Yeah. So we're all over the 35 mark yes. where Jess, I think, um, and by the way, if you're new to the podcast, this is the guy we used to work with, Kramer in Panama City, who now does a morning show in Baltimore uh, with Jess. They were in San Diego. 
And so he's going to give you, like, straight guy perspective, perspective. But then Jess— I was going to say, but he has old, divorced straight guy perspective. Exactly. Like, his a little bit different. Yeah. But he's in tune. Yeah. And, and he did date younger women after his divorce. So I think he may have some tips there. And then also Jess, as a younger woman that's in the same age range as you, Scott. Yeah, yeah. Um, who I think she's only been in a relationship for, like, a year maybe. So I think she was single for a long time before that. So maybe she can give some tips, too, because— she probably has single friends on what she's expecting or her single friends are when they're out and about. I need it. I'll take all the advice because, like, I guess I realize I'm like, wait, I, damn it. I don't have game. All I have is just my goofy ass self, but I just hope it works half the time and it doesn't. Mm. So, okay. Right. Not in this arena. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. I know. All the other guys have swagger. I'm like, hee hee. I don't have anything. Hee <laughs> <laughs> hee. <Wait>, Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Shamo. Like, what are we doing? I can't wait. I'm so excited oh, for this. Lord. Well, we will have to uh, work on that either this week or next week before our morning show night out. We have two weeks. We're Kramer good. And Jess. Um, all right, Scott, what's your social media? At Scott Tavlin, S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. Holly. Radio Holly on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. We greatly appreciate it. So give us a five star. Leave us a little review. Might as well. We thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, you can also follow me on social media. Miguel Fuller on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all those fun places. And if you want some Miguel and Holly swag for being in the platypus posse, send me an email with your address, Miguel at Hot1015TampaBay.com. We'll see you next time. Catch up up with the previous episodes of the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast from Hot 101.5. Just hit up the Hot 101.5 app, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Search Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Uncensored.